Welcome to the Overdrive Outdoors podcast. Your source for coyote hunting, fishing, and more. We're calling West Texas, and we're filming, and we called 36 coyotes in one night. Two years ago, three years ago, I had in one morning six bucks that were three and a half and older within 50 yards of my stand. Six different bucks one morning. It was in October. Went made my first coyote stand, me and my cousin. And uh, very first freaking stand, guys, we called up seven coyotes. <laughs> seven coyotes. Florida itself is a fisherman's paradise. We stick out in the middle of the water, man. There's water everywhere. Let's kick it in the overdrive. This podcast brought to you by Predator Hunter Outdoors. Locally owned and operated out of Attica, Michigan, Predator Hunter Outdoors will keep you hunting when the sun goes down. Predator Hunter Outdoors has something for every budget and experience level, including lights, night vision, and thermal, as well as a full line of tripods, mounts, and predator calls. Look them up on Facebook and Instagram at Predator Hunter Outdoors, or visit their webpage at www.predatorhunteroutdoors.com. Enter the promo code LIGHT for 20% off light products, and TRIPOD for 10% off tripods and mounts. With today's technology, hunters in the field have more tools than ever to maximize their outdoor experiences. One of those tools is a Grand Rapids, Michigan-based HuntWise app. The HuntWise Pro app is loaded with features including property lines, landowner data, windcast, huntcast, over 250 map layers including 3D maps, a localized rut indicator, as well as discounts of 20% off various name brand products. Step up to the Elite membership and you will get all of that plus HuntCast 2.0 with customizable alerts, Whitetail 365 which gives you season dates and local rut times as well as the best time to plant your food plots, a 15 day hunt forecast and 40-50% to 50% discount on name brand products. Enter code OVERDRIVE for 20% off your membership to HuntWise. Welcome back, everybody, to the Overdrive Outdoors podcast. This is the Rutcation Report for November 2nd, 2022. It was actually a really good morning hunt. Uh, my brother-in-law, brother-in-law and I met up together. He came over to my house about 5.30. I had coffee made. Uh, trying to basically think of a plan i already went into the morning with a plan i talked about it on last night's report um basically i wanted to go to a spot that i've got some cameras but i didn't want to hunt any of the areas around them because those are already doing the scouting for me i need to move in and try to get eyes on something at least that i want to hunt down and it kind of worked this morning um it was a beautiful shoot what was it 36 degrees I'm joined tonight by Mike Luttrell. Mike, Hello. where are you from? You're up north, kind no, of. Nuevo. Okay. So, Mike actually called me earlier because... Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm struggling right now, yeah. Trail, same kind of thing. Trail cameras are going nocturnal. Scrapes ain't getting hit. Um, starting to just start running and gunning and figuring out some more state land haven't hunted with you yet so yeah so basically he wants to see some deer maybe and i've been seeing deer but he said he'll take a dose (laughs) um i basically told him come on up and we will uh let's go hunting so he's here for the night tonight 
we are going to wake up and uh, go tackle this piece a little more in depth. But this morning, I basically played the wind with a southwest wind, walked in from the north side of this block. I cut back into the south, so the wind was in my face, blowing back to where I had walked in. You guys probably hear me say that on every one of these reports so far. I do that a lot. Especially right now, we can't get a north wind. I need a, I need a north wind. South wind is killing me. I've like got these spots that I really want to try, but I don't want to risk it without a north wind. And I've looked at all the weather forecasts, and we're not going to get one. There's none in the forecast in the next 10 days. Yeah, and then they said Saturday is gale force winds and heavy rain. And rain. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I am down to... Thursday the 3rd, Friday the 4th, and maybe Sunday, maybe Sunday the 6th to get this done. Now, this morning, like I said, I walked in, I played the wind. I set up basically looking at a location that I had hunted last year and saw a lot of cruising and chasing going on. We got set up probably around 6.30 in the morning, and this is like, scrub oaks and you said you had just hunted a spot kind of like that same it, thing you cannot get into those things quiet at all no it took me an extra i think it took me an extra 25 minutes to get back to my spot because <laughs> i was trying to walk so quiet and so slow yeah yeah so clint was up back kind of back where we uh i was gonna split off and go a little deeper and he messaged me when i got in the tree and he goes are you in the tree I said, yep. And he goes, sound like a damn grizzly bear walking through the woods. <laughs> I'm like, dude, and I was trying to tiptoe. <laughs> but you can't get in those spots. Well, no, I could hear my all. I could hear my dad at 300 yards still. Oh yeah. I could hear him. <laughs> Which the only benefit to that besides sucking to walk in because you make so much noise is the deer cannot typically get by you without you knowing no. that they're there. So that doe that came in I heard her coming from over 100 yards away. That was this morning? That was this morning. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the only plus of hunting with the oak leaves and stuff like that and the crunchiness. But And it was a nice frosty morning this morning, too. Oh, man, it was, it was beautiful, beautiful out there. So I, in the dark, I could already hear deer kind of crashing around through those oaks. And that's kind of when I, I, I don't know who else does this, but when I'm hearing deer all over in the dark, I'm like mentally prepping myself for something to come from that direction once it gets light. So I'm always spending time looking one direction once it gets light after I hear all kinds of activity that particular direction. So I heard all this crashing around and chasing it sounded like and it finally got light at, I don't know, 7.50, and I looked out in the field and I had actually just grabbed my rattling antlers. I was going to try to make some noise right at first light. It was a perfect morning to do that. Yeah. I mean, they could have heard it for forever it's away. Calm. And I just grabbed them and I looked out in the field, kind of, it's probably 200, maybe 300 yards away from me, this small little field, and I could see a deer walking. And I'm like, oh man, that thing looks like it's all bristled up that's usually a good sign so i get the vortex binoculars up and i'm looking and <laughs> i'm like oh that thing's like a little six point and he's probably not bristling up at a buck that's gonna whip his butt yeah so 
I'm still looking through binoculars and finally I catch a second deer and they're about to collide heads. It's a six point and probably might have been another six point. Well, in the background of them, I could see a doe kind of bouncing back and forth in the tall grass in that little field. Now I'm like, okay, well, she's still running around. Those two are up there fighting. There's got to be something else back there. And it was probably 10 minutes later. They were kind of just wandering back and forth. I was still watching through the binoculars, and I finally caught another deer coming up the would be the east northeast side of that field. And so the wind was coming out of the field at the edge of that field, basically. And I'm watching that deer, and I'm like, that's a bigger body for sure. And I looked through the binoculars, and I caught a rack on it, and I bet it it was maybe a two-year-old maybe a small basket eight i mean really short tines nothing wide at all decent little buck but it didn't get me that excited just seeing that there was activity over there was getting me excited because that helps me plan for the future um about nine o'clock well those deer ended up kind of going back towards where they came from and about nine maybe nine fifteen, I turned to my right where all the noise had been in the morning before it got light and there was a doe and a fawn coming right at me and I'm like okay grab my bow stand up get ready well I didn't think about it but she still had her fawn with her so there probably wasn't going to be anything behind her no she's not hot and I stood there and waited stood there and waited nothing showed up about 10 o'clock I still hadn't seen anything I had talked to Clint a little bit he hadn't seen a deer he hadn't seen any of the ones that I did yet so we don't know where they actually ended up going 10:45, I think we had decided we were going to sit till 11:30, and at 10:45, I looked out in the same little tiny field that all those deer were in in the morning and I saw a deer walking up the edge again and I'm like man this early this late in the day I didn't expect it to be anything, not walking in the wide open field. So I threw the binoculars up and instantly said, oh, (laughs) okay, if that deer comes in here, that's a shooter for me. I'm going to say it was either a pretty large two-and-a-half-year-old or a three-and-a-half-year-old, probably on the smaller side of a -a three-and-a-half-year-old. It was a nice deer. After I saw his rack at 250 yards, I didn't need binoculars to see it. So I pretty much made up my mind at that point. That deer comes in here. I'm going to shoot it. End of story. I I was shaking already. I tried grunting at this deer. I tried bleeding at this deer. And I tried rattling at that deer kind of just lightly. And it never even, like, picked its head up. There's no way that it didn't hear me with how quiet it was this morning. But it was so it was so focused on the spot that all those deer had been running around in the morning that it just never cared. And it ended up walking off the complete opposite direction, kind of where those other deer had came from in the morning. Um, I think it was about 11, 11.15. That buck still hadn't come back, made another appearance. And I looked to my left, back in the thick, and there was another doe and another fawn kind of trotting back through towards my brother-in-law i gave him a half hour they never showed up to him it was time to get down and uh head back home 
So we get back out to the truck at about noon, and I think we were driving home. And here's where the question comes in, Mike. Let's say you see bucks chasing in the morning, but then on your way home at 1230, very close to a public piece of property, at 1230 you see a giant with a doe locked up on a piece of private but you can get within a couple hundred yards of that on the public. Where are you hunting the next morning? Considering you've never ever been into the spot that you saw the giant at while driving home, what are you doing the next morning? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. I would say, honestly, kind of our game plan like for tomorrow, I don't think I would chase that buck yet until, especially if I if, is, did you do you know the public that it was heading towards? No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I've never been on it. <clears throat> not knowing that that public at all, and not knowing the terrain back there, or if there's really you know a lot of hunters back there, hunter pressure back there. I don't know if I'd hunt that right away, but it would be my very next day. I would be out there. Yeah, so scouting tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow after the morning hunt. Yeah, I would be scouting that. In a heartbeat. Hopefully we have deer um, down in the morning. Well, I'm hoping, like, yeah, all tags filled. Yeah, that's perfect, because you'll Done. shoot a doe. I'll shoot a, yeah, I'll shoot a doe. So you shoot the hot doe that comes running by, and I'll be ready from right. behind her. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> so he's going to come with me in the morning. I think my brother-in-law is coming with us also, and he's going to carry a stand on his back, and we're basically going to try to find a tree that's going to be good enough to conceal both of us. So not a three-incher. Not a three inch, right. not what I was in the other day. Yeah. That one was uh, <laughs> that one was awful shaky. Every time I moved in that tree, the leaves would shake up there. You touch the ground, come back <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it won't be one of those. Okay. I'm hoping we can find like a double or a triple trunk. Let's hope. Because then we can set right up in that trunk and be hidden. Yeah, but... set up in a V and be done. Yeah, and this way it'll also require, in my opinion, a lot less movement to be watching both directions. Yeah. Seeing what's coming. Um, anything comes from your way, game on for you. Anything comes from my way, if I want it, game on for me. It's going to be weird seeing a deer. I hope we see a deer. Yeah. I think we should, though. So, so question for all you guys. What would you do? Because that is what happened today. On our way home, we caught a bruiser of a buck at 1230 with a doe. And she was literally within, I would say, 400 yards of public. And when we stopped, because I I thought it was a statue, dude. I'm driving, and I slammed on the brakes and said, holy F, (laughs) and stopped. And Clint goes, that was a big deer. And we backed up, and it was still there. So those deer took off back towards the public. That's what's hard. But I don't know that property enough. I, no way in hell can I sneak in there in the morning. Yeah, not in the dark. I mean, there's no way that I, I have any kind of a clue where to even begin. Yeah. You'd have to look on the map. You know, you, you have to think she has to go. she's going to bedding and he's going to lay up with her. So you have to try to find some kind of bedding in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's on her, yeah, he's going to follow her all the way to the bed. That's the biggest thing, try to find out where she's bedding. And if the south wind is good for it. Yeah. So, for my report for today, my scrapes were completely dead today. I did not have a deer 
on a scrape. I had one last night on a scrape where I sat last night. Um, it was well after dark. One that I would definitely shoot at 10 point. But he did not open the scrape. Every deer that's come to the scrape in the last couple days has just maybe licked the branch, but they have not opened up the ground. Same. I have, I've had does on them scrapes. Um, and I had, I want to say he's a little three. I can't tell what he is really. Um, he did not open that scrape up at all, but none of my scrapes have been opened up three four days see that tells me that they're past that stage already which is crazy yeah it's only the second of november yeah it baffles my mind um i just figure the way i looked at it was yes we could go try to tackle that piece of public without having a clue about it but we're going to do more harm than good in the dark especially trying to sneak in especially with two of us trying to yeah. figure out a, a double tree uh, in the dark yeah and when we drove by that, it kind of looked like it was a lot of popples. Well, that's even harder to set up in because those are thick. And getting two people up into a <laughs> popple, <laughs> it's going to look a little weird. But I think tomorrow's game plan, what I have figured on doing, is going back and hunting shootable distance of where those deer were this morning and where the shooter buck that I saw was. Because the way I see it was if if one that size is cruising that edge looking for does, he's can't be the only one going to do it. No. So we're going to go there in the morning. If my brother-in-law comes, I think he's going to set up much closer to the truck. Um, we'll kind of be walking way deeper than he will be. But there's a lot of activity kind of where I think he should go. Uh, not too far from where I shot that last doe. Hmm. So I think that's the plan for tomorrow. And then maybe once we leave the woods, go take a quick walk through Absolutely. at the other property and see if there's anything that we could set up on. My problem right mm -hmm. now is what are, when we are looking for sign right now to know that deer are in there, are we still looking for active scrapes? Are we still looking for rubs? Because if we were looking for active scrapes, I would be SOL right now. Because I don't have any active scrapes that I've found that are open. Yeah. That's a good question, honestly. I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm so stumped. I, all my scrapes should still be open right now. This should be my prime time. Mm. I, um, my shooters should be running all day long. And I'm getting so many nocturnal bucks still right now. Um, and keep in mind, everybody, this is just our personal experiences. Yeah. Because I'm reading totally different than what I'm seeing on Facebook and all these online social media platforms. Yeah. This is just hours and hours in the woods. Yeah. My, my personal. I took this whole week off as well. And I don't think I've came home more than a couple hours through this whole week to sleep pretty much. Yeah. Um, this is the first night I didn't hunt this whole week. Just kind of planned on coming up here. But just, yeah, what I see for hours of sitting in the woods on my, especially on known spots that I've, mm -hmm. I've killed a lot of deer on. <clears throat> I've taken a lot of nice bucks off of. It's, it's just a whole different, <clears throat> I guess you would say, a whole different ball game this year than what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's time for a change and start running and gunning and doing something different. 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta find them. And we've got about the same amount of vacation time. Well. Yeah, so we got like three <laughs> days left, and we gotta. <laughs> yeah, back to the grind. So yeah. that is going to be my rutcation report update for tonight. Uh, tomorrow, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. This is be my very first time ever double hunting with somebody. I'm so glad I'm your first. Like, you're popping my cherry. <laughs> Perfect. Popping his double cherry. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. And again, check in tomorrow. And maybe if Mike's still here, we could talk about tomorrow uh, tomorrow's hunting, uh, the report from what we saw during the day. I just got a feeling if he's willing to shoot a doe, I'm kind of waiting right now for a buck. I mean, if we had two does come in, then whack, whack. <laughs> got more arrows. exactly no but that that is our plan for tomorrow so thank you all so much for listening please make sure to check out predator hunter outdoors hunt wise orc archery and psionics check back in tomorrow for tomorrow november 3rd's report thank you all so much for listening have a good night enjoy your hunts hunt your hunt shoot straight and be safe We will talk to you all tomorrow on the Overdrive Outdoors podcast.